Photo Mum, a weekly show from an award-winning business owner, sharing business advice and experiences. The raw, the real, and in some cases, damn right dirty. In business, it's not about what you deserve, it's about what you believe. Believe in yourself and the rest will fall in line. Photo Mum. Okay. Welcome. Thank you. So, what are you doing here? Um, and I'm come to talk to you about <laughs> me and who I am and what I do. <laughs> so, who are you and why are you here? <laughs> right, my name's Jack Bradshaw. Um, I run. Um, I'm a mum, mm-hmm. but I run a small business very much from home in my spare time, um, and I do other things um media type things mm. and um also recently i have um started well, i finished writing a children's book and i oh, have wow. various other ideas for my characters up my sleeve so i'm just hoping to find somebody that can um help me out with that oh nice hang on a minute. so two things first of all i've been told off for calling my business or because i used to say oh i work with small businesses and i was told off for using the word small. Right. We should replace it with growing. Ah, okay. Because I, I should look this up actually, but the, the word small means kind of insignificant. Mm. Mm. And that's right. not how we want to describe our business. No, no, not at all. So uh, growing business. All right, a growing we are. business. We're, we're, yeah. we're, we're growing. Yeah. Yeah, we start off this size, <laughs> <laughs> not using the word. <laughs> and then we, we're growing. We're growing. So I like that. And second, um, wow about the book. So the, the children's book. Explain. Yeah. Um, right. So during lockdown. Um, dun, uh, dun, dun. Yeah, the, the lockdown. It, it changed the world. It did. It did. For good, hopefully. Uh, but um, because we were allowed to, uh, during the summer of the lockdown, we could go have staycations in the UK we went down to Devon um, to a place called Dawlish which is amazing (gasps) I love Dawlish oh I do I love it I've been going there since I was well for about the last 40 years so since you know a long time I love it then yeah Yeah, do calling your name come back come back well my husband and I hope to retire down there one day so yeah we love it like right by the sea Mm. oh Oh, right by the sea yeah yeah. well the the idea for this book came to me or came to us because we've done it between us Mm -hmm. when we were walking along the seafront so they've got big sea wall down there and we walked along every day round to Corriton Cove which is um the little beach around the corner Mm -hmm. and on a clear day, you can actually see round the headland, round the coast, to Plymouth. Yes. Because there was no international travel allowed, all of the big ferries were mm. moored up in Plymouth. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a friend who works for Brittany Ferries, and so we asked him about them, and he said, yes, they're, they're all moored up because they can't go out on their world tours and their cruises. And they have got a skeleton crew on them. Now, of course, by that, he meant just the bare minimum number of people to keep the ship moving. (laughs) However, my eight-year-old and my 10-year-old saw this as... Skeletons. Yeah, skeletons. Captain Jack Sparrow there too. (laughs) Um, Well, they don't know about Captain Jack. Well, they know of him because I have a statue of him on the wall, but they don't really... They've never watched Pirates of the Caribbean. They hadn't got that. But they went through the skeletons and then we took that conversation on and pirates and everything else. And we developed this character because my daughter is called Katie. Mm -hmm. But when she was born, she's actually named after my favourite great aunt, who was a Catherine. But we used to call her Kit, Auntie Kit. Yes. So she was supposed to be a kitty. But when she was born, she wasn't a kitty. 
Um, okay. So she became a Katie. Right. But so we came up with the character Captain Kitty McClure. <laughs> and you try saying that three times fast and you will. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and she's a pirate, of course. Love it. Um, a female pirate as well. A female pirate. That. She's a cat. She is a grey tabby cat. And her uh, sidekick, for want of a better word, is a white Highland terrier called Westy. Because my son is called Westley. So right. Westy. Okay. In this book, they start off as um, enemies, I suppose. But right. then they come across the skeleton crew of <laughs> Captain Black Bear. Um, who's a cursed pirate ship as well, and they have to join together to defeat the captain. Loving this. That's so good. we finished that, and we've yeah. then got all sorts of ideas because we're thinking you, know, you could have Kitty McClure and the Wild West Kid, and right. you know, so and, set yeah, them in all different, different yeah. ways. So we've got different ideas, oh, wow. and I love you know, that. So lockdown and all the ships planted that seed, yeah. and, and here's a book. Yeah, that's amazing. So we've written the book, and um, I contacted. I used to go to Fort Pitt Grammar School. Mm-hmm. I contacted Fort Pitt Grammar School on the advice of um, a friend of a friend, mm-hmm. so a friend of Emma Thorpe, um, and she runs her own little hybrid publishing company. Nice. And um, she suggested, because I need illustrations, obviously, being yes. a children's book, uh, to contact schools, colleges, and see if somebody needs a project. Mm. So I contacted Fort Pitt because I used to go to Fort Pitt. And um, the art teacher there, very nice sounding lady via email, has suggested they run it as a competition. That's a great idea. So that's what we're going to be doing come September is running a competition to find the illustrator for Kitty McClure. And And I guess you're going to do an audio book as well? Absolutely, yes. Absolutely. You should be doing an audio book. And Mm. once we've got it published, we'll probably do kindle editions however yeah, however yeah. it goes and all sorts of marketing and that That's kind amazing. of thing so yeah oh. exciting and those illustrations times. you could turn into a cartoon you could put on youtube there's so all many sorts of ways things. that you yeah. can take this i mean we, we're targeting it at the sort of julia donaldson yeah. um gruffalo gruffalo's child mm-hmm. that kind of age bracket as well so nice. yeah. yeah so also um you do lots of voiceovers and stuff don't you i do lots of voiceovers yes um for youtube videos training courses um, most of my work at the moment tends to be for non uh, for second English as second language speaking nations. Oh right, okay. So I tend to I have oh. one client that um, sends me. It must be dictionaries that he's doing. He must be doing audio <laughs> dictionaries because I get to read out words and their definitions. Right. And he sends thousands of words at a time, which is. Um, amazing really but um yeah so so interesting yeah I just love it I love hearing you know the quote and and and, you know you could speak to four or five different voiceover artists but the kind of work that they get pulled to Mm. is just so diverse I know it's brilliant I mean the stuff I so I've I've got a guy that's I say that that basically has me reading out a dictionary but then I had one customer that um had a thing about coughing Oh. And he, the script that he gave me, I had to keep coughing. <laughs> what? And I was recording it at night and I went. Maybe I woke, some sort of COVID thing. I hope that was before COVID. How strange. I know, it was very odd. And I woke my son up. He came, he came into the studio. Right, yeah, basically one thinking that I was, I was ill. I was coughing so much. You know? So, yeah. okay. So maybe it's some sort of Alexa thing. Because my children love Alexa mm. and, uh, but probably my Alexa in the studio is going off probably right now um and they say to Alexa all the time play some fart sounds oh right now my guys are Alexa self-destruct oh yes, yes. we've had that one yeah. but the, but the fart sounds are hilarious and she says do you want the fart 
pack bundle and you say yes and then she'll just and she'll tell you what they are that one was a wet fart that one was this kind of fart (laughs) and then it just it's hilarious it's just so funny and you can then actually name your farts so now we have a designated Bronson fart Bronson that's my son's name oh right and then we have a Thea fart (laughs) and now we have other family member farts now so maybe it's something like that my son has not discovered that one yet so um, it is funny it's it's really good fun Um, obviously we 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 have a weird sense of humour mm. in my house, clearly. Oh, but no, my son loves anything fart related. Yeah, I think yeah. children do. They go for yeah. that potty, what I call the potty mouth stage, yep. where anything poop related is absolutely mm. hilarious. So you just have to ride the storm with that one. So maybe it's something like that. Maybe, maybe the coughing thing is... Yeah, is I mean, it was some... a script. It was a story. I was some kind of sort of secret agent. Right. And, and, and the coughing. Yeah, with the coughing. <laughs> this is my favourite question. What's this one? The superhero one. Oh, yeah. So like you have this. a choice of two superhero powers. Mm-hmm. What would they be and why? Right. Um, my first one was mind reading. Ooh. And the reason behind that, um, like I said, very family orientated. So most of my most of my answers are somehow going to come back to family probably. Okay. So um, um, my son has ADHD and sensory processing difficulties. And so many times he does something and you say, why did you do that? And I, I don't, don't know. know. And I would just love to be able to see into his mind and see mm. the rationale behind what he did or the thinking, you know, because obviously he never thinks beyond what he's doing. He never mm. looks for the consequence. He hates the word consequences. You mm. say consequences and it's like triggers that, him. Yeah, it's like fingers down a yeah, chalkboard. Basically, yeah, basically. That's his word is consequence. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, so I would love to be able to read his mind and, and to, to understand him better and then help him more because I feel that... He struggles because people, you know, to him, something makes perfect sense. <laughs> but to me, it's what huh? planet? What? What's going on? I don't say what planet are you on because no, one of the lovely never. children in his class called him an alien once. And yeah. But alien's such a good thing, though. Yeah, but it was said in a nasty way. Right. See, I, so, I'd be like, yeah, mm. I'm an alien. Mm. I've got uh, special so. powers. I'm different to you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, recently we've come into contact with a couple of groups. Um, am I allowed to give them a plug? Yes, of yeah. course. Absolutely. Um, they're both charitable organisations. One is called Medway Puzzles okay. and the other is called Club Awesome. So what do and they do? they are clubs that run activities and events for children with ADHD, autism, some kind of additional needs, mm. um, but also the families as well. So they'll plan days out and you can you know, take the whole family oh, to awesome. go around. With, so how can people um, find about them Facebook? And- they're on Facebook. Club Awesome is AU capital A, capital U, Club right. Awesome, and then obviously S-O-M-E, and Medway Puzzles is just cool. as you would we'll expect We'll put the details in the description below. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, they are brilliant groups. Um, I struggled to take my son anywhere because mm. um, I feel that I'm always being judged mm. and therefore I'm always on at him and trying to stop him from being him. I want him to be like other children you must conform because people are looking at you and yeah 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 and i don't think that's fair so it's not fair so um club awesome and puzzles are therefore brilliant because Mm. there is no judgment they've been there they've done that they've bought the t-shirts literally they wear them um and And it gives you the tools as a parent as well on how to manage 
certain situations Situations and stuff which is brilliant yeah Yeah. and he can be himself he can have fun he had a session at um monkey biz over on the Medway Mm -hmm. city estate Mm -hmm. where they'd hired out the whole place just for club so they could just run around screaming and yelling and you know (laughs) you didn't have parents glaring at you yeah giving you that for goodness sake you know know. they're kids let them be kids yeah it's like my uh, children they not 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 to the extreme of, of your son but my children um I do joke about it with them and I have to be careful how I words it because I certainly don't want them to have a complex, you know, and I don't want them to change. Mm. You know, they are who they are. They're, they're, they're amazing children. Obviously I'm saying that cause I'm biased, but they, <laughs> they're, they're still learning a time and a place. Yes. You know, they're, they're of that age where, you know, they've got, and there are some people that never learn about time and place. <laughs> no, so I'm quite. not going to be too hot on it, but you know, when we go out, well, before COVID, so obviously mm-hmm. they were a lot younger. So I'm sure if I attempt to take them out for a restaurant now, <laughs> that'd be a lot easier to deal with. But they do get bored. They're children mm-hmm. that just need constant entertainment and they get bored really easily. I refuse to be one of those parents. And obviously, as I said, our requirements are different yeah. um, as, and, and how you would handle your child and, and mine. But um, I refuse to take a device with me. Right. Yeah, because... A device would probably work for your child yeah, as a distraction. Yeah, and it does. It. It's yeah. a need, it's a tool. And there's a means to an end with mm-hmm. that. But I refuse to let my children have a device, mm-hmm. right? So, because I, because they don't have that additional need that your your son has. Um, well, I don't know. I think I'm questioning Bronson lately, but anyway, moving <laughs> on. Um, but, but th- so they'll be a bit loud and we'll be interacting and, and stuff. And there'll be children, they'll be being children, mm. yep. But they're a little bit loud. And I'll get the parents of other tables looking at me. And their children are sitting perfectly still. <laughs> you know, they're the most behaved children in the whole restaurant. And they're looking at me with judgment. And then I look back and both their children have got devices. Mm. And I think, well, yeah, of yeah. course they're going to be sitting there. because they've, they've probably they're got their, their devices in their hands uh, as well, the parents. Uh, well, yeah. 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 The art of conversation. And I just yeah. think, just let mine be children. Mm. You know, we're, we're having a conversation. We're having fun. You know, yeah. it's an evening out. But it does. It does put, even me, it does put me off sometimes mm. taking them out. And I do say to the children, you know, they'll say, oh, we're having dinner at home. And I say, yeah, because, you know, you guys are a nightmare taking you out yeah. for a restaurant. You know, yeah. you really are. So I must stop saying that because they are enjoying themselves. Mm. It's a night out. It's an experience. And... Yeah, yeah, and we haven't really been out out since you know things have lifted from COVID. We haven't mm. really been in a hurry to to, go. to, to have that no. experience. We've only been once, I think, mm. and that was when my daughter was in a show at the Brook, and yes. it happened to fall on my dad's birthday. Okay, so um, my husband couldn't come because he had COVID, oh. but um, which he was very gutted about because where we went for dinner was a restaurant that he'd wanted to try since he moved down to Rochester. Right. And um, it's opposite the Brook Theatre. It's uh, called the Gurkha Brothers. Oh, we love it there. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. It was lovely. We'd never been there before, but the food was amazing. Mm. And we did, we ordered far too much food as we always do. <laughs> so we did take it home as a doggy bag. So he did get to sample yeah. it, but it's not it's quite not, the same thing. It's not the same experience. But I think that's the first time that we've been out out. But yeah. yes, you're right. I do take my ta- take the tablet mm. or let my son play on, the, on my phone or whatever. Um, with my daughter, we'll talk. Yes. Um, she does like tablets and things, but yeah, we'll have a conversation or um, if you're somewhere where they give the kids... Yeah, the drawing The drawing and, and yeah, that sort of thing, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. But yeah, with Wesley, he gets very bored very quickly. Yeah. 
um, and that's just part of his condition. Yeah, and that's fine. But, but yeah, don't judge other parents of your children on an iPad and you look at them and go, Ugh, yeah. God, Mama Bear gets annoyed. Oh, tell me about it. <laughs> yes. So the last gift that you gave someone. Right. Um, the last gift that I gave someone was actually my goddaughter. Okay. It was her first birthday. And um, she got, it's very boring, actually. She got a pair of Dumbo pajamas. Oh, um, I love Dumbo. A little birthstone angel. No, fairy. Sorry, little birthstone fairy. And um, some bath toys. Love it. But we did Practical go all the way. toys, yes, love it. We did go all the way down to Wales because that's where they live okay. to spend the day with her. So. Oh, so the gift of you to see her as well as <laughs> yeah. physical gifts. Yeah, yeah, like that. See, I'm a practical gift person. Mm. You know, if I'm going to get anything, it'll be something that's going to be used, that's yeah. going to be usable. Or something just... like an experience day, something yeah. that's going to build a memory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. all for that. Yeah. So, yeah, bring on the boring if other people interpret it as that. Mind reading would be the first and the second would be like the flash speed Ooh. to be able to get things done. I always seem to have a, a long list at the bot- at the beginning of the day of things to get done. And I'm lucky if I get half of it done by the end of the day okay. because my day is literally just... <laughs> between school runs. So I drop them off at um, eight o'clock and I pick them up at 20 past three. And, and that is my day so much in between time. because... Yeah. Before school runs, it's getting them ready for school. And after school runs, it's being chauffeur for my daughter who's got a social calendar that I would have been (laughs) so envious of. Um, It's ridiculous. And so, yeah, so that is my day. That is my bit. Yeah. Um, it is hard yeah. to cram it in in those seven hours. Mm. It's really hard. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I can use the evenings, especially now it's lighter nights because I have a workshop outside for my um, mm. my my body products business. Um, so I can go out there at night for that. And yeah. we've got our own little um, booth at home for doing voiceovers yeah. and things. But kids, as you say, will be kids. They'll be loud. And to say to the kids when they're awake, can you be quiet, please, because I need to record. Um, <laughs> they try. Oh, they try it, it's I, so I, hard, but it's yeah. so hard for them. And every now and again, you'll suddenly hear in the background this loud <laughs> or something as one of them is being shouted at. There's and only so much editing you can do. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, my, my nights tend to sort of get drawn out as well for doing yes. work once they're in bed. I hear you, yeah. The only problem with that superhero power being faster, great. But you find that animals that are speedier live l- mm. shorter lives. Yeah, you use your heartbeats quicker, don't you? Yeah. Whereas the Flash has that sort of self-healing wrapped could, in with his power, yeah, doesn't it? His true. speed force. So, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully you'd get yeah. that'd have to be the sort of small print underneath. You know, and I have the, the Flash's speed, but the healing oh, so power the- <laughs> as well. To, yeah, that's my disclaimer. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Mm. Like that, no one else has come up with that. No, so there we go. Yeah, speed. So, what's the best bit about being your own boss? Definitely being able to make my own hours. Mm-hmm. So. Um, as I said, that's why I fell out with one of my bosses yeah. was because Bastard. I he didn't want me to finish work at five o'clock and go home to the family. Um, so I can. So, you know, um, I get a phone call from school. Katie's left her glasses yeah. at home. I can okay, drop I what I'm doing and I can take them up. And that's what I love about being my, my own boss or working from home or whatever mm. um, is I can make my hours as long as I get the work done. Yeah, voiceover artists don't care if I record it at midnight or no, at as long as two they get in it. the morning or whatever. Yeah. As long as they get their script by their due date, that's mm. all they they mind. About. I love it. I agree. I think the balance. I mean, obviously things have changed slightly. I think COVID has helped the mentality mm-hmm. of some bosses, and I hope that your ex boss has hopefully changed their ways. Mm. I live in hope. Um, 
but yeah, I think COVID has done that, hasn't it? It's just yeah. changed that kind of yeah, the whole attitude of yeah, working from home, the and, nine to five, mm. and it's never nine to five, but yeah. you know what I mean. That attitude that actually you can do a longer day and spread it up and mm. have a break in between and go and do the school run or or do whatever and attend Zoom meetings. So hopefully, we don't lose that. Mm. You know, someone was saying the other day on on one of these podcasts about you know there's there's lessons that we've learned from COVID and it seems to be that people have forgotten it mm. and they've reverted back to yeah. the pre-COVID way. And you think, did we yeah. not learn anything? No, no. And I think the, the time, the forced lockdowns and things, mm. um, I consider myself very fortunate during that time because I actually live with my father. Now yes. we've got, um, we both live in the same house, but we both have a half of the house. Mm. So my family and I live in one half and my dad lives in the other half which means that all through COVID, we were with my dad. Yeah, that's good. So when you hear, you know, I didn't see my niece and her children all that time, mm. but my dad, I could see him every day and he saw his grandchildren every day. Yeah, so you good. hear about the families that didn't get to see their grandparents or they'd stand at the wall crying because the grandparents are you know, uh, waving from the window. We yeah. didn't have oh, that. Oh, it's heartbreaking. So I, was, I, mean, I, I was lucky there. My family live abroad, mm. so I didn't see them for two years mm. apart from obviously a computer screen um and that was awful and we lost my grandfather just before covid so we were able to have um a funeral he'd, he'd planned his funeral we were able to have that funeral that was great and then the february obviously things mm. started happening in, in spain where my family are and obviously then in march it started it trickled over here didn't it a month yeah. later yeah um and then the following year we lost my nan and she'd planned her funeral but she couldn't have the funeral that she'd paid for prepaid mm. for mm. um and planned so we had to kind of put off having that so it was what four or five months later we decided to have a christmas and we just made all the family come just whatever and we were so anxious about because you know we were having to do the testing we have to do all of this and, and that mm -hmm. and the passports and all of that um, and in the back of our heads, we're thinking, you know, something's going to change. You know, it's, we, it, or what if one of us gets COVID and we can't go? And it was just an awful experience to be told that you might not be able to attend your nan's funeral. Mm. It was just absolutely awful. But luckily, we all made it. <laughs> <laughs> so that was great. And we were able to spend Christmas together. Mm. So it was really nice. And for some of the family, I think it was the first time we'd all been together for about 11 years. Wow. Yeah. All together under one roof. Mm. I love those big family get togethers. Mm. And when it happens again, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. But it was lovely. This is always a tricky one, uh, this question. So, what advice would you give someone? It doesn't have to be necessarily starting out in your field. It could be if you've got some good nuggets to share. It could be working or business in general or even business post pandemic. Mm. What advice would you give? My advice is research. Mm -hmm. um, research what you want to do what's already out there, um, what is missing. If there isn't anything missing, if you are you want to do something that's already there, what are you doing differently? Mm. Because you've got to be able to find your selling point. You've got to convince people why you are better than what's already there. Yeah. So mm -hmm. in my case, it's why am I better than the body shop or um, Lush? Mm. Because they're already there. They're already established. They sell online. So they have home reps and all that kind of thing. They're easily easy to get hold of mm. so you do need to do your research yeah um but also you need to do your research um you may have a fantastic idea 
but is it going to cost you a fortune? Mm. Are you going to price yourself out the market? Because as a single person trying to put it together, mm. you're going to have so many overheads that it's just going to be ridiculous. Yeah, not going to um, work. Yeah. yeah, so research, um, market research, product research, and talk to people. Mm. You need to know that people actually want what you're going to sell them. Or it's a case of, well, there are three of those out there already and I don't use those. Why yeah, would I use yours? Yeah, because you might like yeah. think it's a good idea. And you ask a few people, and they're like, hmm, no, yeah. what? Are you t- what? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. yeah. So. And, it, and it's tough, isn't it? Especially with the e-commerce, if it's a kind of a selling thing, rather than a service-based thing and it's it's more of a product or, or selling, it can be so hard because there's so many different platforms to mm-hmm. sell your products. So I think, again, like you're saying about research, it's like, well, what's the best platform for you to get this out there? Um, and I think also people underprice themselves as well. Yeah, I've, um, heard, I've had that as feedback from my product. Is, yeah, it's too yeah, cheap. It's too cheap. Yeah. yeah. And you think, what do you mean it's too cheap? Yeah, but, yeah, but it's hard, yeah. isn't it? It's that fine line between... Obviously, you know, you've got people that are, you know, with times are changing, things are getting more expensive, mm-hmm. cost yeah, of living absolutely. is going up. I hate that saying, but it's true. It's true, yeah. And so you kind of think to yourself, okay, well, I need this product to be more affordable, but affordable for who? Mm. <laughs> because it's going to be affordable for them, but not for you. And yep. you could be losing out and, and not as much profit. But then on the flip side of that, people want authenticity. They want something that's unique as well Mm. so something that is maybe not as widely available so I always give the example of um I won't say the name of the shop but there's a a a shop (laughs) that doesn't advertise (laughs) that's on the high streets that's very very cheap yeah right and everybody has the clothes you know because it's affordable Mm -hmm. everybody's wearing you walk up and down the street and they're wearing the clothes from this said shop, yeah? Do I want the same trousers that everyone else mm. is wearing? Or do I want to maybe spend a little bit more money on a pair of trousers that I know probably nobody else is wearing? Yeah, and might last a little bit longer as well. Yeah, and it's treating this, well, lasting as well, and washability. <laughs> because this particular store I'm talking about, their washability is not great. But then you, you caveat with... It's cheap. You probably paid two pairs. <laughs> well, yeah. Got a whole wardrobe for the price that I would have got one item at this other shop. But you caveat that with it's cheap. It's falling to pieces. It only lasted a couple of washes, but it was cheap. Mm. So you're, you're you know, subsidising quality with quantity. One of my favourite authors uh, is Terry Pratchett. Yes. And um, he's Discworld series. You've got Captain Vines of the Night Watch. Okay, yes. Um, And there's a a bit in one of his books that says about Captain Vines and his boots. Okay. And he can tell which part of Ankmore Pork he is in by the feel (laughs) of the cobbles (laughs) under his boots. Love that. So he can buy a cheap pair of boots and get this feel. Mm Mm-hmm. Or he can buy a more expensive pair of boots that will last him as long as three pairs of yes. boots would last him. Yes. But they cost him as much as three pairs of boots would last him. So he's actually spending the same amount of money. But in his case, he prefers to have the feel of the pavements under his oh, feet to know where like he is. That. But yeah, so mm. when you when you buy clothes or whatever, you're looking at, this isn't a single use item. Yes. Am I going to be buying it? You know, is it? a false economy because I'm going to end up buying three times as much mm. 
so I'm in, actually going to spend the same amount as if I'd bought that, yeah. but I'd only have to buy it once, whereas this time I've got to buy it three times. And then also, if you go to said shop and you do get a wardrobe, you've got to buy another wardrobe, a physical wardrobe <laughs> to, to put, it, put it all in. in. It's good so for it's, kids because they grow so quickly. Well, this is true. This and they trash true. their clothes so quickly. Yeah. So there's, you know, yeah. it's, it depends on how you look at it. Yeah. So it's not cheap is not always, as we know, mm. better. But like you said, it's looking at that long game or what's it for, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, I just wish consumers thought more about that because they're just repulsive. Repulsive. <laughs> <laughs> the peasants are revolting. In, impulse. Impulse. <laughs> impulse buying. <laughs> repulsive buying. Today I'm repulsive buying. <laughs> Oh, God, impulse. Me and my catarisms, I love it. <laughs> my impulse spike. <laughs> ooh, 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 how very interesting. Anyway, now you get to listen to me for a bit. Fast 2 Photo. That's Fast 2 Photo. It's T-W-O. It's the, the, in the middle, it's the number two. Fast 2 Photo. Whatever. Fast2Photo is a commercial photography and videography service that supports business owners with all their visual needs. And I don't mean spectacles. <laughs> that, that is very good, actually. Note to self when editing. Keep that bit in. So if you need help with visual content for your social media, websites, general marketing, or you just like looking at pictures of yourself, I do that. Yeah, me. Fast to photo can help you. Don't delay, call them to de- no, 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 I'm not going to say that. Look, just ring Katrina. It's 07734 Okay, that's my bit done. Now back to the podcast. I'm so sorry. 13 yourself. Let's go back to that question. Okay. So 13, sorry, just too much noise going on here today. Um, so, yeah, your 13-year-old self, what advice would you give your 13-year-old self? Um, well, obviously, the first thing I thought of when I read that question was Pink's song, um, because I, oh. I do quite like Pink. And she has done a song called Conversations with My 13-Year-Old Self. Um, but hand on heart, um, the thing I would say is that the stuff you're going through, the change in your body changing your friends this that and the other you know it it will all pass Mm. it's horrible at the moment but it will all pass and the thing going forwards that in hindsight I so wish I had done was to appreciate my mum and my sister okay because they died very young well very young for me okay um yeah and um my mum and my sister um, were a very big part of my life. Mm-hmm. My mum was more of a best friend. Uh, she was a lovely lady, amazing lady, very strong, but not in the least bit maternal. Okay. Whereas my sister, who was 18 years older than me, was incredibly maternal. Wow, so it's a massive age yeah. gap. So she was more your mum. She was more my mum. Mm. And um, my niece readily admits that she was my mum yeah and my my niece is the same age gap between myself and my niece as there is between us or was between myself and my sister and um so my niece and I are sort of more like sisters yeah you know but yeah that would be my advice is don't sweat the small stuff you are going to live Mm. through it it's going to be fine 
Mm. But what you need to do is appreciate your mum and your sister because they're not going to be there for long and, boy, are you going to miss them when they're gone. Yeah. And it's it's such a hard thing. It's so easy to say, like you said, hindsight is a wonderful mm. thing. But I think because you were so close, like you said, she was more of a friend than a mum, you kind of... you you. There isn't that barrier, if that makes mm, sense. Yeah. So you've overstepped that and you kind of take them for granted. Absolutely. Don't you? You, you, you I kind mean, of... she died twice because she had Alzheimer's. Yeah, so we oh lost gosh, her very slowly over a mm. course of about 12 years. Um, wow. But yeah, so my best friend, suddenly when I used to go and visit her, I had to become the daughter, the daughter yeah, yeah. looking after the ailing mother. And that was a role that I'd never had. Because we'd always been friends. We'd always laughed and joked and, you know, um, and then my sister died very suddenly. Um, She was ill, Mm. but um, she was adamant that she was going to beat it. And I believed her. So when my niece was telling me how ill she was, I didn't want to believe it. Mm. And then suddenly on the Tuesday, she was bathing the dogs and on the Friday she died. That's nuts. And it took me a long time to come to terms with that. It's and, hard, isn't it? Even yeah. if even when you know that they're not well, mm. it still it does. It it still mm. knocks you. Yeah, I couldn't face it. I couldn't mm. face that she wasn't going to be there. Mm. So my niece is on the phone, practically begging me to come and see my sister. Yeah, and yeah, it's, oh, it's all right. It's yeah, be all right. she'll be all right. I'll come at the weekend. She'll be fine. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. not going to be fine, AJ. She's not. Yeah. yeah. So I did eventually go and I got there on the Thursday and she died on the Friday. Oh, that's so sad. I'm I sorry. sat up with her on the Wednesday, on the Thursday night and then she died lunchtime on the Friday. But yeah. it's good that you've got the relationship that you have with the niece. Well, we're building on it. We yeah. did, you know, obviously, you know, various other things in, in my life has taken me but away. But that's life. But yeah, yeah, yeah um, so life. we are now working on our relationship good. and trying no, to I'm get back. No, I'm pleased that you're able to have that, yeah. that moment and kind Learned of... Learn something that. from the past, yeah. Well, apparently that's what we're supposed to do, aren't we? <laughs> just, you know, we're supposed to learn from all this stuff. Yeah, so yeah. life is a massive lesson. Mm. Um, yeah, and we just got to navigate through. So, yeah, no, that's a great advice. Mm. Great, and thank you for sharing that. Um, food item. I'm a bit of a foodie, foodie. Right. So I love this question. What food item would you be and why? Um... <laughs> Something stable, nourishing, and reliable, like scrambled eggs. Um, You know what you're getting. Yeah, you know what you're getting with scrambled eggs. Sometimes you can chuck some bacon in it or some smoked salmon in it to make it a bit more interesting. Spices, sauces. Have tomato ketchup with it or fruity whatever. It's it's quite versatile. Stable diet. But yeah, you can as long as you've got eggs in your cupboard, you can always have scrambled eggs nourishing food i love that yeah that's that, i love it yeah that's pretty scrambled eggs that's probably been the best one so far <laughs> scrambled eggs oh god oh so this is another favorite one of mine and don't say passport oh, no i don't on a holiday that was my husband's answer oh, was really? passport oh, god, it's so predictable yeah oh, um no i joke of course you need a passport if yeah. you're going abroad yeah not necessarily when you're going away so you're going on holiday what's the one must-have item Right, well, this is probably also really predictable, but oh. mine would be a camera of some sorts. Okay. I would want to take those memories. Um, something, as I said, my mum had Alzheimer's. And to be able to look back at mm. those photos and to talk about them with her, even though she probably didn't, you know, she didn't remember them and she wasn't, but yeah, yeah. we could look Show at the her. photos and we could talk to her and we could say, this is so-and-so mm. and this is when we went to such and such and this is this and that and that. Um, before lockdown, the summer before COVID hit, 
working and I took the t- my two children to Corfu on my own. Right. Which was a terrifying experience. <laughs> um, I had an eight-year-old and a six-year-old wow. and I was going to a foreign country that didn't speak English on my own. But um, I did it. And um, because Tom couldn't be with us, photos we sent yeah, yeah. so many photos yeah. um whatsapp because there was wi-fi in the in the hotel so sending him the photo so he could be there he yeah, could yeah, see what we yeah. were doing and yeah so a camera definitely. well i'm an advocate for that one being a photographer <laughs> of course i would also agree with you camera is a, a vital uh thing cannot leave the house without a camera for goodness yeah. sake let alone going on holiday absolutely there's always a camera in my bag whether it's my phone camera or um i've got this dji pocket thing um, that say camera and uh, video camera so it's 4k resolution nice. and it's tiny it sits in my bag goes everywhere with me it's amazing always charged always ready watch out if you're ever with me <laughs> I can always capture anything so this is the point where you're able to tell us a little bit about you so we I think we kind of get a picture of who you are is there anything that you've not told us about you um I don't think so as I say I am a mum I work um, making body products. I do voiceover stuff. Um, I enjoy walking. Mm-hmm. Um, I like traveling, although at the moment it scares me. The thought of going abroad at the moment. God, with all the stuff that's out. going yeah. on. Yeah. So traveling, as much as I enjoy it, is very... even. I don't even mind the, the airports and that kind of thing. Mm. I don't like crowds at no, all. But when there's a means to an end, yeah. you know you can suck up that bit yeah. and go. And so, And especially if I'm with... The children, for example, yeah, yeah. I know I've got to be the big girl there because yes. I'm mum. Yeah. Um, and so somehow makes you, you can manage kind to of shut the door on it. And yes, think, agreed. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> and my kids know that I'm scared of the crowds as well. So they will stay close to me. Oh, and yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, enjoy travel. Uh, so I love walking. We do some amazing walks with the kids. Although they do moan. Oh, yeah, mine are pretty good. Yet. Mine are pretty good at walking. I must admit, it's kind of because when I go on a walkabout, I go on a walkabout. Mm. You know, I'm I'm gone for a long time. <laughs> so when I want to just walk, when I when I'm need some headspace, I just leave the children, obviously with their dad, and I just <laughs> go on one of my walk, walks. Um, and I just I'm walkabout, and he knows I'm back when I'm back. Mm. He knows, yeah. okay. Um, so I'd never invite my children along to no, those walks. No. But so when you go on walks, what are they? Are they coastal walks? Or are they woodland walks? Or I don't mind. I will walk anywhere. Um, my mother-in-law posted one on Facebook this morning that because um, she lives in Western Supermare. Mm-hmm. You can now walk from Western Supermare to Minehead around the coast. Oh. It's 13 and a bit miles. And so I said to my husband, oh, maybe we could do that this summer. But yeah. I can't somehow see the kids going for it. So I, I, when I wanted to go on my walkabout when the children were younger... Um, We've. I've got one of those camping trolleys. So I used to sit them in the camping trolley. Oh, right, okay. With snacks, with drinks and whatever. And then I'd pull the camping trolley behind me. It was all right when you're on the flats mm. or when you're on down an incline. But... Yeah. Being a coastal walk, I should imagine it, it would be fairly flat. Yes. Yeah. So you could get away with something like that. Yeah. But then you're two a bit bigger than my two were. But that's a workout in itself. Mm. Because yeah. you'd be pulling, you know. And I did actually got, get a bit clever... And I decided, because it's got this kind of arm that mm. you can pull, yep. this little handle. So I tied a belt around the top and I tied it around my oh, waist. Oh, right, okay. So that I could just walk. 
<laughs> and swing my arms and not have to pull anything. <laughs> That's like the um, the jogging strollers yes. you have. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So I custom made my own little strap for it. But yeah. when I'd get back, I'd have a little red mark on the back where it kept hitting bum, my, bum, bum. Yeah. my back every now and then. Yeah. But, you know, it means to an end. And we yeah. used to do that a lot. And people would see me and go, That's such a good idea. Yeah. You know, yeah. well, save some moaning. <laughs> we might fall out on the answer to this one <laughs> to this question we say leave my studio now does pineapple belong on a pizza i'm sorry but yes it does <gasps> shocking you can leave now <laughs> but i'm people? i'm you know i can make it worse because oh. not only do i put pineapple on my pizza but it's a pepperoni pizza what? pepperoni and pineapple with sweet corn and red onion that's my <gasps> pizza no way yeah sorry Oh no. no! No, that is definitely my my topping. <laughs> it's just wrong. It makes it all soggy. I mean, I'm... oh no! Do you, you put you put all your other stuff on first and the pineapple on last when you're right. putting it in the oven, so it right. doesn't go soggy. Oh right, okay. I'll kind of let you off mm. a little bit, I guess. Yeah, no, I can't stand uh, channeling my inner Mary Berry. I can't stand a <laughs> soggy bottom. Um, but yeah, and especially because if we do it at home, we've got one of those pizza trays, you know, with all the holes in it. Oh, yes. So, so it, it, it dries out yeah. anyway. But yeah, no, I couldn't be doing with a soggy bottom. No. Oh, no. no. Do, do you have a pizza oven? Like, uh, uh, no, just no, normal? I don't. Mm. It's one of those that, um, because we live in my parents, what was my parents' home, my family, mm. my family home growing up, the kitchen, the room is quite a big square footage. Okay. But there is no, sur- there's very, very few surfaces. Really? They're just around the outside of the room and then only on sort of two walls. Yeah. Because one wall there's this Welsh dresser, which is fantastic because I collect teapots and it displays them lovely. Yeah. But as far as giving you cupboard space or or Forget surface space, there's nothing there. Oh, wow. And the other wall is French doors out to the garden. Right. Okay. So you've got one wall which has got a little bit of work surface, and the rest is a built-in cupboards, your know, fridge and cooker and such. Mm-hmm. And the other side you've got the sink and the cook and the hob. So that takes us very, very little surface space. So as much as I would love something like a pizza oven, and my kids would, because if my daughter, when my daughter moves away from home, she's going to live on pasta and pizza, because that's her favourite food. You say to her, what do you want for lunch? Pasta. Mm. What do you want for tea? Pizza. That's that's (laughs) it. Yes, she's eight, so she may well grow out of it, but at the moment, that's her. Mine's the same, pasta and pizza. So this question I've been asking entrepreneurs, because I think it's a hilarious question, uh, what's in your bag? What what's do you What bag? do you carry in your handbag or day bag? Um, my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and apart from that, I think it's just normal stuff that most women have in their bags. Go to be then. honest, enlightening. Um, I have um, lip gloss, mm-hmm. hand cream, um, hairbrush, money. Nope. Um, money. Although I don't, <gasps> I don't use cash very no, much. A bit like the Queen, I don't tend to Indeed. carry cash, I'm, and even. As I was explaining to you the other Friday, I came unstuck because I hadn't taken my yeah. actual real life credit card or debit card <laughs> with me. And I went to the pay at pump and tried to get petrol. And it doesn't work with the app or whatever no. it is on your, the, the Samsung Pay on my phone. Um, so, yeah, I, I have been caught out with mm. that, with forgetting to take the card with me. Yeah. Um, and then, um, but yeah, the bag is... It's not like when my mum was around, you know, her handbag 
had everything. It had everything. It was like that Mary Poppins bag. Yeah, exactly. You literally had first aid Where, kit, she, this, yeah, that. sewing, sewing kits. <laughs> My grandmother used to carry smelling salts around with her. <laughs> Um, nothing like that. I think I've got paracetamol. That's yeah. about as medical as my... I normally have a first aid kit in my bag. Yeah. I mean, when I was... Um, when my kids were younger, younger, mm-hmm. I used to carry things like um, cowpaw, the sachets, the cowpaw yeah, yeah, sachets yeah. and the the, IB, the European sachets and things for them. Mm. Antiseptic wipes. and But now my car's got most of it in. Yeah. So there's a first aid kit in the car. There's um, wet wipes and things in the car. So yeah. so it's transferred from the bag to the car. To the so car, you have it. yeah. You've got the car. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. So this is the part of the show that people dread. The pitch. The pitch. She said pitch, not bitch. No, I didn't say pitch. Definitely pitch. So the 60 second pitch. So those that have not listened to one of my podcasts before, shame on you. Um, <laughs> why and not? Why not? Yeah, why not? <laughs> so when you go networking, it's a standard thing for most networks, not not every network group where you have a 60-second pitch or an elevator pitch, very Americanized, and it gives you the opportunity to discuss your business or say who you want to collaborate with or what your latest promotion is, and you have to do it in 60 seconds. There are some that are really strict on it and others that are not. And there's some people that really practice and practice and practice and practice and practice to get it down. They get really chuffed with themselves like moi <laughs> and I go along and I do it in under six seconds and the person next to me is talking for three minutes shut up oh god's sake <laughs> <laughs> no good luck to them but I'm like oh I've been practicing that so some people take it really seriously mm-hmm. by the way I do joke I, I don't actually do everything <laughs> I've just said oh she does I've been with her she gives daggers at the person next to her <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm I kidding. can't lie. I can't <laughs> lie. Um, but I'm. I don't take it. I. I have no problem with talking. People talking for half an hour. It's fine. <laughs> you know, I'm just better at it. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, you've lost her when she gets up and goes and gets a pork pie. Yeah, I, I did. I did. I did. No, I was so hungry. And can I just? Okay, the pork pie incident. Can I just say, everyone has finished their pitch. <laughs> yes. So. They had. Ju- Oh, no, actually, it was after the presentation. Yeah, because there and was, it was something afterwards. Oh, then Emma started talking about feet, didn't she? And, yes. And diabetes, and you just eaten a pork pie, and it made yes. you feel quite ill. So, actually, it was before any pictures. It was after someone's presentation. I'd gone and got a pork pie, come back, and then Emma was doing her bit. So, yes. <laughs> and I did feel ill, because she was talking about feet and verrucas. And, like, and amputees with diabetes. And so, things. I now know, yeah. don't Not eat a pork pie. <laughs> That'll earn you. <laughs> At networking. <laughs> anyway, moving on. So the, the 60 second pitch leaderboard challenge. So you are coming in without doing anything at eighth place. Yeah. Ninth. So ninth place. Sorry, my, my, yes, you are right. Ninth place. So the top gear challenge. The top gear challenge. You are not driving around the no, track no cars in an affordable car or racing against a stick. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm afraid. How cool would that be though? Yeah. So watch out for season two because I've got something <laughs> really hilarious for this for season two. I've even had to have a chat with my insurance lady. Oh dear, to see whether I'm <laughs> I can do this, and we're good. We're good to go. So watch out for season two. Anyway, God, we're really milking this up. Aren't we? We're beefing this up. So you have sixty seconds to tell us about your business. Okay. Now, each time you say er uh, an im um, you get a second deducted. Okay. Okay. So I am going to oh, get my stopwatch. 
So we're ready. Hang on a minute. I was about to do calculator. That's not what I'm after. I always get calculator and calendar muddled up because they're (laughs) side by side. Yes. Always always push the wrong one. (laughs) Are you ready, Jeffrey? Yes. (sighs) Yes. Okay. And off you go. Soaptastic Bubblicious is my product. I make um, sensitive skin body products. Um, They are vegan friendly. They're all made from sustainable uh, products. That's three. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Recyclable and um, no orangutans are harmed, although I use palm oil to get bubbles in my products. They all come from sustainable sources. So no orangutans are harmed in the making of my products. Everything, as I said, is recyclable. There's no plastics involved. Um, Sensitive, skin-friendly, vegan-friendly. I'm now repeating myself. Clean, calm, cuddles. That's what I'm aiming for. I like that. That's it. You should get that strap line. Anyway, I have. Yeah. Clean, calm, cuddles. Yeah, that that's on got? my business card. Yeah, clean, calm, oh, cuddles. I love that. Okay. So <laughs> we had six in total. Wow. Yes, of either an um or an ah. Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? Yeah, very much so. And then you kind of like, oh, giggle, <laughs> yeah. pause, rethink. Okay, so I have to take away six from that. So that gets you at... <laughs> so you're not last. <laughs> that gets you in at 41 <laughs> seconds and Fine. 42. So I'm now eighth. <laughs> so you've gone up a step so well done <laughs> and it is so hard to do the pitch can I just mm. say but I think I so I think at the end of the series I need to do like a prize for the most succinct one which, which I mine definitely go, won't would have to go for Gemma because <laughs> yeah. that was just amazing and then I think the best strap line has to go to yours so I think <laughs> I'm gonna have to do a prize for that so your hashtag winning on that one, definitely. I love that. That's brilliant. But no, so, yeah, so that's not bad. You, yeah, eighth place. You know, we've still got a couple of more guests to go until the end of the series. So, yep. you know, hopefully they do really bad <laughs> and they get really just, I tease. No, thank you so much for coming down. Oh, thank you for inviting I, me. I, I hope was, you've enjoyed that. I was very nervous, but it's been fun. Yes, well, that's the whole point. It's about, it's just, just you and me. Yeah. Having a conversation. Nobody's listening to these anyway. <laughs> I don't know what you're worried about. It's just you and me having a conversation in my podcasting den with lots of vibrations and noise coming from across the room. What more can you ask for on a Friday morning? (laughs) That's it. Thank you for lending us your ears. Be sure to subscribe and look out for the next episode. We're also on YouTube. If you dare to look at our faces, that is, well, nothing left to say other than ciao for now. Oh, it's not finished yet. Um, Okay, try again. And ciao for now. Nope. Right, uh, wait. Wait. Ciao for now. Nailed it.